Hi, everybody in podcast land and also on YouTube. I'm James. I'm David. I'm Riley. And this is the Carpool Critics Movie Podcast, where today we are covering the 2018 Indian movie, Andandun. Andandun. Spoiler alert. It's came, it came out in 2018. You've had time to see it. Uh, it's my favorite there are, part of every podcast is you shaming people for not having watched the movie. You know, I, I, Unless it just came out, yeah. I'm going to shame you. And if you're one of our convoy of listeners who watch the movies ahead of time, next week is another Sarah episode, Ooh. and we're doing another Tarantino movie, oh. Inglorious Bastards. Lieutenant Aldo Ryan, that's the, that's a different thing. That was Forrest Gump sounding. That's Forrest Gump. That's your Brad Pitt. Yeah. But today... He, he might be in it. Today... Forrest Gump. <laughs> it's Andan doing all day. Woo. I spoke to a representative of India on the weekend. Uh, basically just a random guy who was unlo- unlocking his bike. Yeah, and I was like, mean? hey, have you seen Undone Dune? And he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, yes, this actually happened. This is such a James thing to do. Yeah. I hope he's listening right now, actually. <laughs> you tell him about the bike. We ended up talking for like 10 minutes. Nice. Hey, have you seen Undone anyway, Dune? Point being, you? he told me that like 80% of India has seen this movie, which is like a billion people. It's oh, a huge, wow. a huge hit. It got, oh. really, uh, it got a really good rating, right? Tons of awards. Yeah, the national award. Mm-hmm. I think it's like their equivalent of the Oscars. Yeah. So, yeah, you should have seen it, especially if you're Indian. It's weird that you didn't. Uh, I'm told only like old people and farmers maybe didn't see it. Fair enough. Well, yeah, that, that's a uh, I can forgive them because it's also a crazy movie. But we'll get it into made that. most of its money in China. Strangely enough. Really? Yeah. Wow. I don't know what ticket prices are like in India. Maybe that's a factor. But it it, made... like within six days, it had made more than the entirety of its run in India. Wait, in China. seriously? Yeah. So, man, oh, I'm going to have some, I, I'm not even going to have an excuse for not understanding what's going on. <laughs> if people in China love it, maybe they have a greater understanding than That's do. bizarre. Do we have to do any other disclaimers like about our knowledge or not having knowledge of Indian cinema? I mean, let's disclaim that. We don't know very much about Indian cinema. I have like zero. I, I have I, almost zero. Yeah, me, me too. So this is quite an experience. It really it is. Enlightening. Uh, it was, uh, again, we said in the last podcast, but this was suggested to us. There was a number of movies suggested to us by the fans who emailed in and told us to watch uh, some Bollywood movies. And also Jabby Koei, the guy that I uh, did an interview with, he's a really nice guy. And he's like, watch this one. It was on his list. So here we are. Here so, David, we are. what are you giving it out of 10? Andadun takes you on a wild ride with insane highs, knock you out twists and tonal shifts, and a few flat parts. But you could say I'm a bahat bada prashansak. Oh, gosh. Eight out of ten. <laughs> what are you trying to say for the yeah, people, is, for the people who uh, do speak I'm just whatever a, language you were trying to do? I'm a huge fan. They probably still didn't understand no, you. No, so even sure they, anybody understood that. Yeah, what did, what, sorry. It just means I'm a huge fan. Okay, gotcha. Hindi? Yeah, Hindi. Okay. Because the movie's in Hindi. Yes. Hindi Half in English, though. And that's the other thing. It's like we, we were kind of talking a bit about whether it's a Bollywood movie or not. It's, but I think it's fa- I think it's safe to call this one Bollywood because it's made by Via. It's a subsidiary of Viacom and some uh, other companies. So it's so pretty it's mainstream, like, right? The discussion right. there was like, well, if it's if, if it's, it's not a Hollywood, Hollywood movie and it's in India, it's a Bollywood movie. But even here, like in North America, Western movies aren't all Hollywood movies. Some of them are true. independent movies, right? So I wanted to know, like, do we call it a Bollywood movie or not? Yeah. It's a Bollywood movie, and you want to know what I thought, I guess, hi. Tell me! This was one of the wildest roller coaster rides I've ever been on, and I'm not sure whether that's because this is the first Hindi movie I've ever seen, or because the movie is just that crazy. I think I liked it? <laughs> and I can't rate this by my usual, this isn't part of my slogan anymore, but I, I, I didn't know whether to rate it by my usual metric. I don't think I can, because I'm missing the cultural background. The, uh, but I have a feeling that, like, if this were a Western movie, I might give it a 7.5. Yeah. Somewhere in there. It's like, it's hard. Very hard. Yeah. It's yeah. almost like watching a movie in another language. <laughs> there, it was like another disclaimer I wanted to give, really, which is like, I know, 
like I don't want to offend people. Like this is clearly a, a very popular and beloved movie, and I don't want to be like I'm giving it a four. I was but confused. But if I was Indian, it'd probably be an eight. Like it's just like there's things we're not gonna get. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So bearing that in mind, uh, and it, oh, by the way, when I say get, I don't just mean like oh that happened and you guys missed it. I mean like why is he singing songs for ten minutes now? Like that doesn't <laughs> yeah. please me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's about sensibility. Yeah. There are things like that where I'm like, I think I understand what happened, but there's a bunch of like tertiary details happening around it that are just kind of bewildering to me because they're part of like a cultural tone that I don't mm-hmm. and that I'm not familiar with. Yeah. Can't wait to talk about it. So here's mine. Andandun has more twists and turns than the Ganges, but a weak protagonist and lack of mu- mm. and my lack of cultural awareness leave me saying sorry. <laughs> what? Like you a, say that in the like movie. Like a sorry? Like no. The, yeah, the like, garment? Oh, yes. <laughs> Pretty bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving it a 6.9. I hated it, but now nice. it's, I'm coming around. That's a great 6. joke. 6.9. Uh, 7 is what I usually mean, mean by like, that's a good movie. This is a good movie. Uh, so, this is similar to a rating I gave like Justice League. It's a good movie. Did, yeah, didn't you give Justice League 6.9? Something like that. Yeah, this is a good movie. Is it just like a, a meme streak you're on? I just couldn't give it a 7. It's a nice quite. rating. It's a nice, it's nice. A, it's a good movie. They were nice. Um, do you want to know what happens, or is that later? Later. Let's do sponsors first. Okay. Whoa! Carpool Critics is supported by Manscaped Performance Package Kit. It comes with a ton of stuff, including their new lawnmower waterproof trimmer with advanced skin safe technology, which helps reduce nicks and cuts, their crop preserver ball deodorant, weed whacker nose and ear hair trimmer, and their Shears 2.0 luxury nail kit. Head to manscaped.com forward slash carpool20 today and get 20% off plus free international shipping to hey, India all the way baby Woo, plus wow. you'll get their shed travel bag to put everything in and a pair of their anti-chafing boxer briefs and I believe Sikh people must wear boxer briefs <laughs> so all of India is covered I'm just gonna stop talking now yeah available for a limited time <laughs> We're also brought to you by Private Internet Access VPN. PIA helps you hide your true IP address so that you can bypass your restrictions and censorship. You can connect up to 10 devices at once and includes an internet kill switch. Car crash. Oh, there's a rabbit rabbit, in there somewhere too. If your VPN gets disconnected involuntarily. PIA is available for Windows, Mac, Android, iOS, and even as a Chrome extension. So check it out at lmg.gg slash carpoolcritics. Wait, what did you think the rabbit noise was? Oh, Oh, that? (laughs) <laughs> that's, a, that's a rabbit nose. The mask rustling. Yeah, yeah, it's like the nose rustling. Do rustling? rabbits don't make noise, right? Yeah, really. I don't know. Bugs Bunny does. So I guess they, if they do make noise, yeah, it's just like little squeaks, probably. <laughs> They're rodents. It's really <laughs> annoying when you have a kid and you're like, you're looking at a little book of animals, and you're like, what's this one say? Moo. This one, quack quack. This one, hoppity hop. Like the book actually will just say like <laughs> sniff. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Silly. This movie is wild. Oh yeah, and I. I, I think one of the things I want to talk about is how great it is to go to, into a movie knowing absolutely nothing. Uh-huh. And like this is to the millionth degree for us because we know nothing about Indian cinema and we know nothing about this. I had zero expectation. And uh, also this, the actors. Yeah. We don't even like for all we know, we're watching like George Clooney yeah. and like and super famous, maybe, uh, even uh, the singer. Yeah. We just don't know them at all. Well, apparently the main character is beloved. He's like one of the most favorite people in India because he plays very like normal people. In oh, movies, yeah. like he's not like a superhero; he's just like a regular dude. Ayushman Karana? I believe so. Yes, I definitely <laughs> didn't say that right. <laughs> Who would that be in the West? Who would that be? That'd be like, uh, uh, who's the guy from Superbad? <laughs> Michael Sarah? <Sarin? laughs> no, I think he's more of like a, a no. Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell, but oh, but he's funny. Sam Rockwell's not just funny. Well, n- well cr- what no, about I know. Platt? But Sam, Ro- Sam Platt? Rockwell. Who's Platt? 
Chris Platt? Yeah. Platt. Chris Chris Pratt? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, Although yeah, Platt. Not, not his, Platt. His, his life Sylvia is, Platt. is changing. It's changing. But yeah, man, like there's so much in this movie that I could not believe what was happening. Even like the early kind of twist stuff, the first time he's playing the piano in her apartment, and then you see the like the pool of blood and the body and you walk around it. I, I was like floored. I was like, uh oh. This movie's yeah. gonna be like so different from the, what I expected well, from the I, first uh, thirty I minutes. I read the of log movie. line, so I knew that he like witnessed a murder, so I was I ready knew he for witnessed that. a murder, but I I thought it was gonna be like a a uh, funny, funnier movie. I didn't know it was a like a black Wait, comedy. Oh, I thought okay. it was like a maybe dark comedy. Oh, you thought it was gonna be like a fun. Uh, fun yeah, because by the first twenty five minutes, it seems kind of fun. Like I, to me, it was like half the like Love Actually with hints of La La Land and Scent <laughs> of a Woman, and then it shifts no. into Saw, into Touristas, <laughs> into Ocean's Eleven, and it's like whoa, we're would, on a I crazy mean, total ride. I would say more like uh, more like the uh, what Burn After Reading, the Coen yeah, Brothers. Yeah, I mean overall, it's, like, it's more like that. So many things are happening. You're just like, wait, what? What? How? Who's going where? And what? but there's some like pure horror stuff in this movie that like made me genuinely uncomfortable. Oh, like the like the the harvest. There's there's yeah. a few too many scenes about harvesting organs. <laughs> made me a little uncomfortable. I don't know if that's like more common yeah. in Indian cinema where it's like, oh, it's just we talk about that. It's no big deal. I mean, maybe maybe before we get really into that, I'll let you know well about all the twists. And turns. Yeah. Okay, guys. Here's what happens. A cut. This is. Okay, this is a little bit longer than normal because there's a lot of twists. Sorry. Akash <laughs> is a pianist who fakes being blind to improve his piano skills because that's a thing. He meets Sophie who gets him a recurring gig at her dad's diner and the two begin dating. A retired actor, pra- Pramod, sorry guys, likes Akash's playing and invites him to perform a private concert for his wife at their wedding anniversary. Akash arrives for the gig and Pramod's wife, Simi, lets him in convinced that he is blind. While playing the piano, Akash sees Pramod's dead body and Manahar, Simi's lover, but is forced to feign ignorance. After the gig, Akash tries to report the murder to the police, discovering that Manahar is the frickin' police inspector! Twist number one! (laughs) Later, Simi hears that her neighbor saw something, so she pushes her off a ledge, a murder that Akash also witnesses. Jesus, guys! (laughs) At at Akash's apartment, Simi drugs Akash and forces him to admit he isn't blind before he passes out. Sophie arrives, having learned that Akash can see, and Simi makes it look like her and Akash are doing it, causing Sophie to storm out. Later, Akash wakes up to find Simi has actually blinded him, for real, before being attacked by Manahar. He barely escapes and faints in the street. He wakes up in an illegal organ harvesting clinic, but convinces the crooked Dr. Swami and his assistants, Murli and Saku, to spare him when he says he can get them millions of rupees. So, they kidnap Simi the wife, and blackmail Manahar, but when it's time for the money trade, Akash is tied up with Simi. At the handoff, Manahar shoots Murli, but accidentally kills himself via bullet ricochet while trapped in an elevator. Saku takes the money, but it's revealed to be counterfeit. Back at the clinic, Simi gets free of her bonds and attacks both Akash and Dr. Swami, who managed to knock her out, put her in the trunk of a car, and drive away. Dr. Swami reveals Simi has a rare blood type, so her organs would sell for millions. He also suggests using her corneas to restore Akash's eyesight. Akash is troubled by the suggestion, but Swami says, What is life? It depends on the liver. <laughs> two years later, <laughs> two years later, Sophie finds Akash, apparently still blind, playing piano in Europe. He tells Sophie that Simi escaped from the trunk, killed Dr. Swami, and started driving the car. Akash, thinking Dr. Swami was still driving, tried to convince him to release Simi, she then made him get out of the car and, tr- and tried to run him over, but a nearby farmer shot at a hare and missed, like the rabbit hare type of thing, causing the hare to jump and hit the car's windshield, 
causing Simi to lose control of the car and die in the crash. Causing Akash to leave the London. <laughs> Sophie tells Akash he should have accepted Swami's offer. As Akash walks away, he violently smacks a can out of his way like a badass. Because he can see, actually. Oh, what yeah. a final twist. What I actually want to start. Twist. Let's start there. Yeah, Let's start I think that's the most important thing. Let's it, do it. Is that, okay, but how? So <laughs> did he... Was he just never like the way that she poisoned him? Did he just recover? Did he just heal? Okay, so that's no, a, I that's think a uh, possibility. Possible? I guess maybe. I think that he got a procedure done, like because like how did she? It never really says how she blinded him. She says there's a hundred ways on YouTube you yeah. can look up. So, so it's, it's like, like maybe she just sucked at it. I thought it was yeah, t- true. I thought it was maybe like the drug blinds him, but then it kind of implies that there's damage to his corneas. So it's like she probably did something to his eyes while he was passed out. Yeah. So then he might be permanently blind. The movie's super hand wavy about that yeah. as well. It's just kind of like, don't worry about how it... Yeah, should, don't worry how... It, it may not be physically possible to eat something and then go blind, but maybe it is. <laughs> well, well, you've never blinded somebody before? Um, I, it's interesting, though, because me, my big problem with the movie is that he is faking being blind. And I can't think of many things more despicable than faking a disability to get ahead in life. And I thought mm. the movie at one point was going to reveal like a real personal reason why he did it. Why he so he's redeemable. It. So he's redeemable, but they don't. And like they wait until, I don't know, like three quarters of the way through the movie to be like, no, this this is a selfish reason. Like mm. he is doing it just to get ahead as an artist. Yeah. And it, then at the end, he doesn't even have to pay a price. He's, he can see again. I thought that was so strange. Okay, we are <laughs> derailed into now the protagonist discussion, well, uh, which is fine. I think we come fine. back to the ending later, maybe. Oh, well, there's just, there's other interesting things about Let's it. Let's go to the ending. ending. Okay, okay, okay. No, we're in, a, we're in like a, we're in a sidebar right, right now. We're, we're in talking- a sidebar about the protagonist. Yeah, the, yeah, and yeah. The, here's the thing. Um, I agree with you. He doesn't really have much of an arc unless you consider it like a tragedy where that he doesn't learn. Yeah. But the that, but it's not that because that would, that should culminate in his downfall. Yeah. If he has flaws at the beginning of the movie that he does not learn from or or better in any way, then he should suffer for them mm-hmm. later in the movie. Like in like a Scorsese movie, you would see like the mobster, like his empire collapses and it's like rags to riches to rags. Yeah. But in this, he just he got to emigrate. And his life is awesome now. And he's not yeah. blind anymore. And he's he's not blind at all, but he's still telling people he is. And yeah. he got the girl again. <laughs> like, well, yeah. sort of. No, she's, I mean, she's with somebody else. Oh, okay. And she was leaving the next day or something, wasn't she? Yeah. Oh, okay. They don't get end up together. Oh, yeah, but yeah, my bad. I, I, honestly, that was, this is my biggest problem with the movie, is the fact that I don't know who the hell this guy is. I'm like, who are you? Like, at, at times, he kind of is played as, like, the good-hearted uh, dude who just is an unfortunate victim of circumstance. And at other times, like at the end, it's like, wait, did you did you end up stealing her corneas? And like, what? Yeah. How, how, how can you see? Like, there was obviously some sort of foul play involved. I think a big part of it, too, is our ignorance to that actor. Because I think we go into movies and bring so much cultural cachet of the people that we know. True. And so we have zero with this oh, actor. Yeah. And he's very not likable, normal guy. And so people bring those feelings in. And then it's like made more complex by his repulsiveness as a character. Yeah. But there's still enough that you, of baggage that you're bringing in that it all balances out. Right. But for us, we're just Right, ignorant. so the movie doesn't have to do the work yeah. to be like, he's likable or he's not likable. Yeah, we just they, like They him. give you a baseline. So when he reveals in the first act that he's faking, when he takes his eye things out, you're not like, well, I still like you a bit. That was like, that's the first twist to me. I was like, I couldn't believe it. I was in a log line. Right? Oh, yeah. that's so lame. I mean, if you knew anything about the movie going in, you know that that's... Why did you guys research, man? I it's didn't. chance I, to go I'm blind. T- I'm talking about like one line. Yeah. Oh, really? Like, oh, no. The like log like, line I saw was like, Blind Panis witnesses a murder or if something. If something's revealed in the first 10 minutes of the movie, is I don't think... Like, it's okay for me to I know I bet that. that was 
That was more than 10 minutes. Yeah, it was. I bet it was because was it? the yeah, first act of this movie is long. Yeah. It's the 35 minute mark where we where act one ends and we mm. see the uh, dead body where it's like something yeah, different is going to happen. We know that we see him taking the contacts out way before that happens. Yeah, but it's like it's before that, but it's still quite a ways yeah, in. It's, yeah, it's a little ways in. It's before he gets his gig at the diner. Well, I think it's so interesting, too, in terms of like different cultural sensibilities where Western movies are designed to be like get you through them as quick as possible, tell as much story as quickly as possible. And I felt like with this movie, it was kind of a celebration of cinema in the sense that it was like, hey, you're here to enjoy a movie. Just sit back, relax, enjoy your time here. And like it's an event more than like a a medium to tell, make a point. And I kind of enjoyed that where it's like a lot of it doesn't feel as pointed or as like uh, directed. Yeah. But it's just, it felt kind of more old school cinema where it's just like, yeah, just enjoy the being at the movie theater. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I wasn't in a movie theater. I was definitely I like thinking, like, this is 25, 30 minutes too long, but yeah. maybe it's not. Like, okay, the part <clears throat> especially that is egregious to me is uh, when he's in the piano bar yeah. at Franco's and he's like, he plays a song, but then he, he, does, he plays, one. like, three, three songs. songs. And I was yeah. like, okay, at this point, this is like when you're watching a kid's movie and the songs are... You just need to have songs. Yeah. Maybe in Indian cinema, you just need to have songs. Maybe. And they don't need to drive the plot. <laughs> yeah. Because I was looking at him like, does this characterize him? Am I learning more about yeah, him? Not, not really. I other than like he has he's talented. qualities that you should like. I think part of this this deal that you're talking about, David, and you uh, also a little bit, James, is the idea that this is a black comedy. And I think that going in, I, I didn't expect to have as much of it. I didn't expect it to have as much as like a takeaway as... As most, um, as many other movies, like genres that I watch, mm-hmm. because I think that I'm just like, it, it's a comedy of errors. Like it's a roller coaster. Like it's okay if if the if the if the main character doesn't have the sort of uh, journey that I would want them to have. But at the same time, I think that after I watched the movie, I was kind of like, I still don't know who this dude is, and that kind of bothered me. Like, even if he doesn't have, like, a journey, I want to know yeah. what his actual characteristics are. Yeah. And I don't understand. I'm like, is well, he that funny? That could be part of the is ride, he, though. Is he admirable? Like, he's kind of a weasel because he did this blind, faking blindness blind thing. thing. Twice. So, but then after, that, after a whole thing yeah. about actually glowing blind. Like, yeah. Well, okay. But then, they, then they, there are parts <laughs> of the movie where they kind of, like, he makes another character feel bad because he's such a good person. Mm. And so I'm like, wait. Which he's part kinda, are you talking about? Uh, particularly the part in the in the when they're in the car and he's trying to convince Doctor Swami, who is not who is dead now, but he's talking to to Simi. He's like, "Oh, I don't think we should kill her." Blah blah. blah. And she feels bad, I guess, or it's trying to make her feel bad. But then he, she decides to run him over anyways. And then there are other times where it's like, I thought there was a point with him and Sophie, but maybe I'm wrong about that. Let's go back to the ending because maybe what you're describing is not a bug, but is a feature. What is it? the fact that you don't know who he is because there's one interpretation I saw in Quora in answer to the question of how are his eyes healed? And the answer is, well, they went through with the procedure that they were outlining about. Uh, is this a uh, Swapney is the doctor's name? Swami. 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 They say, we're going to, we're going to like donate her liver to the, sh- uh, the sheik to a sheik. Yeah. And then you'll just gonna well, get to donate, sell it, sell it. Yeah. And you're going to get the, you're going to get the money and you'll be able to get your eyes healed and go to London. Um, but, we don't see that happen, but maybe it's because this whole movie has been an unreliable narration from mm. this character. And so apparently there's a shot of when we're first shown the doctor and Akash uh, putting her body into the trunk. There's like a tree in the background. Yeah. And then when we're retold the story later, when he sees the girl in, in London and he tells her what happened uh, during that car accident scene, 
that same tree is in the background. So instead of it being a continuation of the story, you could read that as a retelling yeah. of the story. And it's and it's it's from his perspective and he's glossing over the, he's right. he's telling this he's spinning a lie to her to make himself look good but what actually what he actually did do was the repugnant thing yeah mm-hmm. i i had an inkling at uh, when the movie ended i'm like wait was he lying to sophie because clearly the story that he tells doesn't line up with the fact that he can see so he was lying about something so i was like oh is he lying about this whole story and it, i saw this i saw an article as well it's like yeah it's the exact same shot in this in the shot before we go to europe the car drives past the tree and then when he's telling Sophie the story, it uses the exact same shot, and the, but the car stops at the tree, and that's where oh, Swami and, gets out. Oh, I, can, so, I can see it side by side now okay, yeah. because I now that I'm looking at it side by side, I'm convinced that it's not a continuity error. No, it's just a, um, because there was room for that in my mind because there was some <laughs> bad music edits at the beginning of this movie. <laughs> some bad edits. Songs general, just yeah. ended. Yeah, and, like other songs started. I was like, maybe it's just kind of like lower budget and sloppy. Yeah, but I don't. This looks very purposeful. No. Purposeful to me. When I read that, I was like, okay, that's probably what they're going for because that makes that makes it all make a little bit more sense to me. That's kind of cool. Then I, I didn't even realize that sort later of. of it. And I guess he's just just a bad guy. He's not a good guy. Yeah. Well, I think that's a it's an interesting choice because I think there's not really any characters to tie your emotions to. Like, there's no one particularly likable except for smaller characters. Like, even Sophie's a pretty small character. She's not really in much of the movie. But certainly, the villain might be the most despicable human I've ever seen on Simi. screen. Simi. Oh, yeah. my goodness. And then the, like, people he kind of makes friends with, like Dr. Swami, like, they're h- going to harvest his organs. They suck, too. And I found, <laughs> I found it hard to really engage emotionally with the movie beyond the shock and the twist because, like, yeah, I, just, I don't know. Yeah, I know. More, well, part of it also is after the midpoint, Akash kind of ceases to be the protagonist. He doesn't get... A, there's a lot of scenes without him completely. Mm. And it, that's it's after that point where we get perspectives from, like, point of view. The story is told from other people, and Akash isn't present. So he just feels less like the main character at that point. Yeah, that's yeah. Fair. Like the whole uh, handoff scene with Manahar and Merli and Saku. He's not present at all for that. I guess this is really a plot-driven movie. It's, like, not character-driven really at all. And that's totally fine, because the plot is bonkers insane and like set we all i think we all talk, use like a roller coaster metaphor or something yeah. In our, yeah. in our, like, i was like, trying to come up with a insane. different metaphor and yeah. i was like no it has no, to be no, roller coaster. No, no it doesn't could have been the ganges that's what i did i'm the smartest <laughs> well i guess so but uh, but roller coaster is like you're being you're being pulled along have you been in the ganges well i guess if you're sticking to one of these crazy mountain roads is that what you're talking about i don't know um but uh <laughs> what do you guys think do you think it's a shortcoming of the movie that like to me, I think it doesn't make adequate tone promises at the beginning to set you up for what's going to come, what kind of movie mm. it is later. Like when he's just in the bar singing and stuff, it's like cute. you said, you think yeah. it's like, oh, I'm just watching like a Bollywood rom com. Totally, and yeah. I was like, fi- I was fine with it. It was very pleasant tone. Going to the music shop, talking to his friends, hanging out at the yeah. I don't know. I, I think it totally. I, it's switches. hard. There's definitely two ways to interpret it. One is they didn't do a good job with the tone promises. And the other is they're totally setting you up to take the rug out from under your feet. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm asking you if it's good or not. I think it's both, and it really depends on the person. And I find black comedies like this are always better on rewatch because you you know what to expect a little bit. And, like, the twist might not have as much of an impact, but you're emotionally, like, prepared to let the movie direct you. Whereas this first time, I... I feel like I was like jarred around a little bit, but if I if I knew if I could rewatch this, I feel like it would be a little bit smoother for me. I would see it coming a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is kind of part of the cultural tone thing that we're sort of unfamiliar with because I I didn't know that this was a black comedy going in. So maybe if I knew that ahead of time, I would be more prepared. But I've just felt 
I just felt jerked around. Like I was like, what is, is this a serious, <laughs> is this dramatic? What? Like I, I was so confused, especially because there are a bunch of shots of him playing piano and okay, we, yeah, we were going to talk about this at some point. This dude, like, I don't know why they keep doing this filmmakers in general. This guy's so obviously not playing the piano. And I think they do kind of an okay job of like making it look like he's hitting the right keys at certain points. Yep. But there are other times where they just don't care. Dude, there's a part where the cat walks on the high end of the piano and it's like, and it's a chord too. Yeah, 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 for that shot, it cuts away and it shows the cat on the piano. I was like, is that a player piano? Like, how did those notes get played? Not those notes, no. So particularly in the beginning, if we're talking about tone promises, there's a long sequence. There's a long sequence of him playing these like this like nice piano music. Or it's not even nice. It's this like, dun, 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 and it's like it's kind of like a salsa sort of vibe. I was like kind of confused, but it's so long, and so I'm like, is this like a nice moment? Are we like, oh, this guy plays piano, he loves the art of it, and I guess that is the idea. But I it's think it's telling that, us that he actually is an artist. Yeah, he's just in his room alone, like raging at the piano. But there's just something mm. about the implementation, about the execution of these ideas that is just like a little different than the way that a Western movie would do it. And I, it's just, it's very confusing. Well, that's, maybe, uh, that's maybe something this, I was going to comment on when yeah. you're saying you can't figure out what genre it is or how you're supposed to feel, but that could be just completely our own shortcoming, like our own, totally. our own inexperience with the, with yeah. Indian cinema. Maybe for everyone else, they're like, oh, this is formulaic run of the mill. Yeah. But that's, that's normal. That's the thing is though, is that when there's things in these movies where I'm confused in this movie where I'm confused about it, I'm like, is this because of the cultural difference or is it because this movie is actually kind of weird at this This is point? exactly what happened during our <laughs> anime coverage. We're like, spirited away and stuff. We kept asking the same yeah. question. Yeah. I, I feel like there's a bit more, I'm more comfortable watching an anime in terms of like understanding the general vibe. Well, I, have, I have a wider knowledge of anime than right. I do of Indian yeah, cinema. Yeah, I've watched I'm more so anime than of, I have. Yeah. I'm equally cinema. ignorant of both, but this was way more comprehensible to me. Interesting. I, but what, one thing that I thought was interesting was like, like we're talking about cultural tones, Parasite. Mm-hmm. The, I, yeah. didn't, I didn't feel like there was nearly as much of a divide watching Parasite. That's because uh, that director Bong Joon-ho. is very influenced by Western oh, cinema. Oh, fair and, enough. And South Korean cinema is kind of more closely resembling in terms of sensibility. South Korea style. is the America of Asia. That's what I no. said. No. Don't say that. <laughs> don't say Culturally. That. I don't moving know. On. Uh, moving on. Moving <laughs> on. I'd say Japan is, but... Uh, for, they're different for different reasons. But yeah. We're all American I feel like this is, this is India's Parasite. <laughs> I, th- I see I see this as being like pretty close to Parasite. Wait, what? I think How? Parasite hits harder for me. Oh, in terms of like being a black comedy sort of? It's just, it's just like sim- a similar kind similar. of movie. Oh. That's fair. I think Parasite's ideas, yeah, they land a little bit more for me because I think that it's, it's I'm a little bit more of the target audience than I am with this. Right. Uh, Parasite is super character driven also. Yeah. Whereas this one, it, it's a mixture. Yeah, but I like, think, I think like, like I said before, this movie's not really interested in, in telling the story as efficiently in as, as many ways as possible, whereas Parasite is telling its story very visually. Like even just the design of that house in the lower level right. is telling a story of like of division of class and stuff. And I don't think they're doing as much with this. Uh, like the the apartment set of the rich people, it's cool and it's got like cool design and stuff. But I don't feel like it's telling as much of a story. It's just like very cool design, very striking. It really bothered me when there was all the fingerprints on the mirror, though. I was like, yo, someone someone should have cleaned that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this movie is just, I mean, it, I don't, again, I don't want to offend anybody, but uh, at least in my opinion, this is like 
just a, just a worse movie than Parasite. I mean, Parasite won Best Picture. Yeah. Like it's a very Come on. Polished, it transcended. Yeah, like <laughs> with a, a like a veteran filmmaker. Like it's a yeah. very good movie. This movie's still good, but it this movie to me has shortcomings that are like, no, eh, they probably should have. Like I think there's certain things you could say, and everyone would agree that would be better if they had yeah. done it that way. For example, the uh, opening scene of this is the farmer and the hare, mm-hmm. um, and it you know it's one of those scenes that's going to tie in later. Like, yeah. We're going to return here yeah. at the end. But my issue is that that farmer and that hare are not a part of the rest of the story. Yeah, I was wondering that if, if I miss something and if they're like t- if it's tied thematically, like maybe hares are an image of lies or something. It could be. It maybe. could be. But, I don't know. But at least just like narratively, it's not tied to the rest of the story. So whereas so if they had had some kind of final car wreck and involved like his neighbor kid who was present throughout the story, yeah. that would have been tighter. Yeah. Just, some, just examples like that. Yeah, for sure. If like something that he had to fake to, to do while blind came back, and yeah, that could work. Very, I, conf- it's very interesting because I know that a lot of people like these like absolute chaos movies where it's a series of scenes where the absolute worst thing happens, and then the next scene happens, and then the absolute worst result of that becomes worse and worse and worse and worse. And this is one of those movies like it feels like uncut gems to me, where it's it's kind of a little bit hard to watch, and it's just you're watching a scene where it's the ultimate he has to make an ultimate decision in every scene of life and death or or worse and then that will lead to the worst result and then it goes gets worse and worse yeah, and yeah, worse yeah, yeah. and worse and worse all and, the way down yeah it was insane and like i think there's a skill to that like there, i'm in, kind of in awe of how far they take this idea of his one simple lie yeah that becomes so big and you yeah. can't back, backtrack from him. And for me, the, the point where it became so big, I was like, oh, this is going to be bad, is when he signs a legal document where he, like, yeah, he, I can't gives remember exactly what it is. He gives a statement, but, as a bl- uh, but, but not seeing anything. What he had witnessed. But, like, the lie witness. Auditorily. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that the husband was alive and stuff. And I'm like, oh, he's really fucked now. Yeah, like, he's yeah, written yeah. a legal document about being, blo- oh, oh. That was a great moment uh, when he is in the police room and it just kind of cuts to a wide angle for a second. And he's like, I saw the whole thing. I'm not actually blind. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's hilarious. Because I, I thought it was, like, actually happening for yeah, a second. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, that was a good joke. Yeah, that's kind of key, too, because that tells us that he has a conscience. Mm. Yeah. So he's not just, because on the one hand, right. he, he is, like, a con artist yeah kind of an asshole and he's hiding behind this whole like i do it i just it was an artistic experiment i just wanted to see what it was like but it's like no no you, you know like it's getting you ahead in that world yeah. and you know you're getting cheaper rent because of it yep oh is he yeah yeah oh, he said I, he, I missed that yeah oh i mean i i remember that now yeah, yeah. he's like getting it's like 500, 500 rubies a month or something dang yeah. dude that's not very much yeah that's what be <laughs> he says it's not. No. <laughs> That's how I know. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that he struggled with coming forward earlier in the movie. I think, like, mm-hmm. I, like you said, like it signals that there's a con- that he has a conscience. But I, I guess I struggled a little bit with the ease in which everyone in this movie lies, and maybe that's like just the tone of the movie or like the the world in which this movie is set. Mm. But every character lies with such ease and never feels like they have consequences. Well, not no consequences, but they never struggle with the morality of it and i was like oh that's interesting mm. that it's just like it's just it's just a movie where like everyone's alive yeah well one thing <laughs> like kind of that struck semi. me about oh. about the like casual immorality sort of thing was was he gets picked up by these same people who he encounters while blind like uh the cab driver and the uh, lottery lady lottery lady oh yeah and do they they knew that they knew him when they picked him up right because they, they talk about it, that whole oh, yeah. that whole uh, scene 
or, or, or phase or whatever is like so, it was so confusing to me because he wakes up and we don't know right away that it's a, like a harp organ harvesting place. Yeah. We think that they tell him it's a hospital and it looks like kind of like a, yeah. a rundown hospital. I'm like, oh, maybe it is. I don't know what hospitals look like in that area of the world. And so it's like, I, I, I don't know if it's clear or not that it's like a bad situation right away. And they kind of take care of him. They walk him around. They're like, you want to call? They're being really nice to him. And then all of a sudden they're like, Okay, now we need to knock you out. Like, oh, we're. Th- 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 it becomes apparent that they want his kidneys. Yeah. But that seemed like such a weird twist to me because I was like, wait, I thought you were helping him. Like, well, wasn't helping me- him that's what twists are, baby. No, no, yeah. no, I know, but, but why would they? Why wouldn't they just take his kidneys out right away? Why would they go through all this trouble of taking care of him Maybe and giving they had to him do a call some, like, and tests and stuff and see what blood type and they couldn't just immediately kill him. They have to keep him alive for a bit because it's easier to keep the kidneys in his but body they didn't than decide, to them. They didn't decide to do the kidneys. I guess maybe they could. Take the blood, and then test it later. You're thinking know. too hard about it. I am, but the point I wanted to make about that, in, in terms of the the morality of it or whatever, is the fact that like these are people that he encountered in his regular life, and they were still like, yeah, so we can give we can take his kidneys and you'll pay us two hundred thousand dollars. Okay, yeah, sounds good. All right. Yeah. Maybe just one kidney. That's uh, fine. Uh, no, both no, kidneys. I, I did like that. That one guy was the one person that had a conscious that that was visible in the movie. He was like, "We shouldn't do this. Like, don't do this. I like, guess, don't kill him. Don't I guess do that." This. I think like actually, a... all three of those characters they oscillate back and forth. They're all complex in that way. They all okay. they all do uh, charitable acts, and then right. they do deplorable acts right after. And that's what okay. I was. That's what I found confusing about it was the fact that like I'm like maybe this is just like I I, I wrote down. I'm like, is organ harvesting like a big problem? Around it's it's Maybe. it's set in Pune. Maybe the thesis of the movie is that like, just the craziest the craziness of life in India, just f- pushes people into these wacky situations where they don't get to act their best. That's fair. Because even uh, is it Simi? Simi. Simi. Even Simi, like it's an all an accident for her too. Like yeah, she's having an affair, but she didn't mean to kill her husband, and just escalates from there. Like. She's not a bad person necessarily. I mean, cheating on her. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) she is. And I think the movie demonstrates that pretty clearly by the end, where she has no mercy. No mercy. Like, she didn't have to screw over his girlfriend with the whole cheating thing. Yeah, like, literally blind him. And then, like, there's multiple times where she, after he's blinded and is no longer, like, a danger to her or revealing the story, really, she just, like, I'm going to casually kill him. No problem. Like, yeah, she gets him to leave the car and then goes to run him over. I was like, that's. That's enough of this. That's enough. <laughs> I'm so upset. I was yeah. so mad at her. I was so confused, Which is good. Too. Like, that's what the movie wants me to be, is mad at her. Yeah. And I, I think I was expecting I was expecting to see some shred of humanity from her. But, yeah, there, there's just they nothing. Every single time that she could pay, make a decision, she makes the evil one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, something you talked about intense. a second ago, Riley, actually kind of confuses me. You said that... Uh, he wakes up in the hospital, and we, the audience, don't know if it's a normal clinic or yeah, not. Yeah. And that's actually contrary to the tack that the movie takes most of the time. Most of the time in the movie, it's audience superior. Mm. We know stuff that the character doesn't know right. a lot of the time. Um, and at the beginning of the movie, I thought that was an interesting choice because like, there's lots of ways to reveal information to an audience to like build suspense or not. And I don't know that audience superior is always the best way. Yeah. Um, but in this movie, he eventually becomes blind, and when he becomes blind, it's all audience superior because he can't see stuff at that point. Right. He can't see what's around him. We know, no, don't walk that way. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. about to walk into a knife or yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, right, whatever, right? right? Uh, and it seems like by that point in the movie, it has to be audience superior. 
And so maybe they were like, okay, if it's going to be audience superior here, we might as well do it the whole movie. But yeah. the scene you're talking about where he wakes up in the hospital and the audience doesn't know if it's a hospital or not. So, like, if I take this idea of the hospital, waking up in a hospital, you don't know where you are, you don't know what's going on, transplant that into a Western movie, I can imagine a sequence that makes sense where it's like the protagonist wakes up, it seems like he's being taken care of, he was in this horrible, dangerous situation, oh, I can relax, finally. And then as kind of things go on, it's like, wait a second, did you just say operation? What's going on? Uh Uh-oh, oh, they're taking my organs, I'm gonna struggle now. But, so then that's fine, I guess. Maybe there's like a tone that I'm missing there that made that sequence make more sense. I guess it's just like a plot hole situation where I'm confused as to why they would bother pretending to take care of him only to then, you know, a day later try and get him sedated so they can take his kidneys out. I was kind of... When conf- that was the plan the yeah. whole time. Yeah, was, maybe that's just a, a convenience just so they can get you more... They can just twist you harder. Yeah, but that's bad. I, I, yeah. yeah. I think my favorite situation of audience superiority, uh, but then it actually backfiring, is the scene where Simi is poisoning him and she walks in with the like the snack and the tea and he watches her poison the tea but really it's the uh it's the the treat that she fed him right when she walked in that's poisoned (laughs) because like there's a lot of suspense you're like okay he knows that she is putting the poison in and we know that but he can't reveal that he knows it somehow so like how is he gonna figure out how to not drink it and like the whole scene is like okay is he gonna do that and then they undo it and then it backfires and then he gets poisoned and i like how the dynamic of audience superiority is totally flipped on its head in that right. one That's scene. That's amazing, actually. Yeah. I actually didn't really realize until right now that I guess what you're saying is the poison that she puts in the drink is not poison at all. Well, we don't know. It we could don't be know. Because I just assumed, oh, damn, she poisoned both. She yeah. really covered her bases. Yeah. Yeah. No, but she's, but maybe, tes- yeah, she's testing him because she wants to know well, if he's going to like. I know react. that she was testing oh, yeah, 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 him because yeah. as soon as she spills the drink, she's like, ah. Yeah, 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 I don't but, know why it wouldn't be poison, though. I mean, like, might as well. I don't know. It's, hard, she, it's it, hard to get poison. <laughs> she obviously got poison to poison the sweets. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah, that was a very confusing scene. Yeah. Really? Oh, I liked it. I thought it was fun. And like, yeah, the, like it, like I said, the audience barrier dynamic is just yeah. flipped on its head. All, the, all the scenes where someone's trying to uncover whether or not he's blind, like when the policeman puts his hand in front of his face and moves oh, it. Just, yeah. Like yeah, all the yeah. times where he's like under scrutiny of being found out, those are all tense, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I thought it was a really creative scene where he is forced to play the piano while they're cleaning up the murder scene. Oh, that, yeah. That was crazy. That was great yeah. because... There was almost like a silent film vibe because totally. uh, it's like one long shot looking over his shoulder as they are cleaning it up and they're far away from the camera and they're kind of like hustling about like trying to they're cooperating really well. I'm like, man, these this is a great couple. They're working well <laughs> they, together. They should be married. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He kind of like brings the towel around and she goes and mops the stuff like as he goes like yeah. it's, it's in perfect sync. I mean, and and all the while he's playing this like nice classical music. Oh, it's not nice though, man. That's like anxiety music. Oh no, no, sorry. I, I mean like I mean like um complex yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like good well, yeah good. good music and and uh yeah it was like i was like oh this is like funny silent yeah. film vibes but I there's thought- so many things that detract from the experience of watching that scene though that are just like like logical where you're like why would they have to clean it up right now why don't they just say you know what uh that's enough piano why don't you just leave like, yeah like, why does he have to sit there that's yeah. that's oh. a film convenience right i For think sure. it's because uh they used manohar I guess, no, that's still, you can make it work. Manohar uh, leaves the room and they kind of say, oh, there goes Pramod, he has to go. So I'm like, okay, maybe that's why they had to clean up now. Yeah, and maybe... He could have just left, walked out the door and then just stayed there or something. I don't know. Yeah, and I think think they want to do it so that they can have that voice 
like the voice confirmation that he's still alive. Like just, they have the recording from earlier that we saw. Oh, that was so cringe. I was like, that's it's would a not sound much. real. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. it wouldn't sound, sound real at all. She's got the best phone speaker in existence. Yeah. I think she was holding a Bluetooth speaker at the time. Oh, but, sure. But still, but just, your yeah, your phone mic is which was enough. definitely uh, product placement. Oh yeah, that's the that's the thing I I appreciate about uh, apparently Bollywood movies. They have all these credits up front, and they also say. They the listed products? this product placement, like the yeah. sponsors. That's interesting. I wrote that down too. Yeah, Subway was, was one, and that's why yeah. he eats at Subway at some point. That was so weird because... Chicken took a sub? Not only are the credits coming at the beginning of the movie, but it's the most obscure credits that you... Like, these would not only normally be at the end of a movie, but they would be at the end of the credits at the yeah. end of the movie. Like, yeah, they're the yeah. last credits. Like, no one cares about yeah. it. And I'm like, why am I sitting through five minutes of, like, the food sponsor? Like, what <laughs> the hell? Like, the catering was done by this service. Like, who cares? Yeah. But, I honestly I honestly don't know. I mean, obviously, it's probably some legal requirement maybe. in India, but that's knows why they did it that, that way. That subway placement was hardcore. I was yeah, like, yeah. here's your chicken salad with the yeah. barbecue sauce <laughs> well, on it for four ninety nine, sir. The Bluetooth speaker, too. It has, like, a close-up of the Bluetooth speaker as the music is playing and it's like got RGB lights and stuff. We've probably done that speaker of a video on that. <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, and then there's other things that pull me out of that scene too. Like, first of all, like the guy's, what's his name? Uh, Pr- Pradna? Pramod? Pramod. The, the actor? I'm sorry, everybody. It's okay. They're We're all foreign <laughs> names to me. I've only seen them once. Uh, the body is leaning against a wall. Like he's propped up on his arm. Oh. And I'm like, you just... There's just no just way his arm would be there. He would just crumple <laughs> over. And then when when uh, Manahar is dragging his body away by the, grabbing his feet and pulling him away, yeah. you can see his arms lift off the ground <laughs> and go against his sides. Oh, and like his, his arms are tense. Yeah. Like his arms aren't just dragging on the Amazing. floor. I was like, oh my That's God. rigor mortis. Wait. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait a second. I thought it was so interesting too because there's almost no blood because it's like actually the wine is what's on the ground. And he has like the little bullet hole Wait, for what? his neck. Because he there? drops a bottle of wine. Is that not blood on the ground? I I thought I think originally I thought it was blood, but then it's that changes like the, the whole movie for me. It, it is looked, interesting. Yeah. There's like not much gore <laughs> for how dark it is. I thought it was interesting. Yeah, maybe that's for the rating. Oh, maybe it's just is dark that, emotionally. I don't know. That was definitely sold as blood. Yeah. I think one thing that uh, we we've talked a little bit about the pacing, but I think one thing that's good about that pacing is that things happen so far apart that I felt like anything was possible. Where so like far apart. Like, uh, all the times you see Sophie come back, I was like, anything is possible to happen with Sophie now. Like, I, I didn't know what to expect because there's so much breathing room. And I actually had time to think about, like, what are the possibilities? And I felt like it was limitless. And I thought that's something that's good about this movie and that pacing in particular is that you kind of have time to breathe a little bit more than in a Western movie and imagine. And your, my, my, my brain was going. My brain was working yeah. really hard watching this movie. Uh, and I really enjoyed that experience. Uh, yeah. I mean, I... I th- <laughs> I think that I didn't I wasn't relaxed watching this movie. Certainly not. I was I was asking WTF every two <laughs> seconds because I was just like, wait, who how is uh, honestly most of the time it was it was a mixture of the fact that there was some twist revealed two seconds ago and also that there is a tone happening that I just don't understand, so I'm trying to figure that out the whole time. But I guess and so because of that I almost wish that the movie was shorter because <laughs> I was confused the entire time and I was uncomfortable. <laughs> like, I think it was an enjoyable experience in the sense that I, I found it interesting because I was like, oh, this is a new thing that I have not experienced before. But but yeah, it wasn't like... I wasn't I wasn't glad that the pacing was slow or, or that there was all this, <laughs> this space. I was like... Make it over. Release me. Yeah, if let me were, go. Yeah, if they were to remake it in the West, this would be an hour 45. Yeah, yeah. Like way tighter. Riley also... 
texted both of us after <laughs> he watched it. This is the day before I watched it. He's like, you guys, this movie. And I was like, what is it? Can we even cover it? Because there's been times in the past where we pick a movie to cover and then it's just like it's too bad or there's nothing to say yeah. about it. So we have to like pivot. He's like, oh, no, no, no. There's stuff to talk about. Yeah, you're like, is it coverable? I'm like, oh, it's coverable. All right. I think I messaged guys what the actual fuck. Yeah. Was, that was like that the was movie a spoiler had just, for me, you mo- jerk. What do you mean? I didn't know it was a what the actual fuck kind of movie. Well, yeah, I knew. I knew that there was a risk of that, but I was just so emotionally in my in my feelings. <laughs> and we're um, your only friends. The, the the premise. Well, yeah, I'm not gonna. <laughs> the premise of this movie. I'm wondering if it would fly in the West. You'd like, have to workshop it a bit, I think. Like, I think that this movie could have come out in the 90s in the West. Oh, you mean just from, like, an uh, ableism perspective? Yeah, like, like having blindness as a, as a trope or as a, as a gimmick that, that the movie's premise hem- hinges upon. I don't know if we'd make this. I don't know if this movie would be made Well, you got West. A Quiet Place, but that doesn't have to do with ability. Yeah, it's not comic. Like, the fact that he's blind... And he's, but he's faking it, and then he actually gets blinded. Is like an ironic twist. That's it's a black comedy. It's I think like that, a comic could, that thing. could still happen in Hollywood for sure. Really? It's just about how deplorable the character is. Yeah, I don't think it would be the main character. I can see like a secondary character. No, I think you can do it. Be the main character. You just have to make it be more tragic, where he doesn't have an okay life at the end. It all yeah. goes wrong. He either gets what he deserves, or he gets redeemed. Like he. I, I admits that he was so so wrong. Yeah, once yeah. he has the actual he, blind he, experience, that gets it educated. Him. Yeah. I to go back to like the characters for a second. We already talked a bit about Akash and how we're kind of confused about what he like what his deal is. But did you feel like some of the other characters like did you feel like there was a character in this movie where you were like I know who this person is hundred percent. Other than Simi, I guess the guy running the music store. But so, even, Sophie, I'm, I'm still confused about Simi. But no, Sophie, I don't, I don't feel that way either. I don't think she's super well developed either. Like it's like I would have a hard time playing the game where you define a character without like what they look like, what they do. Well, you know, yeah, what, yeah it's like she's uh, no. she's nice and What's compassionate. Her deal? Kinda, no, 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 she has like some fire to her. Remember the, her yeah, character yeah. introduction? She's yelling at that guy who cut her off in the moped, and she has a second scene that where she excoriates somebody totally. similarly. Okay, and I and I wrote that down. I That's was fine. like there. But but I, I but I wrote that there was nothing to that I could use to describe her other than the fact that she's kind of feisty. Like she yells at the driver, and <laughs> it was actually a really funny line when she's Akash isn't really speaking to her, and she's like, "This invisible this invisible tension doesn't suit me. I break out in spots." <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Yeah. But other than those two times where she kind of shows some fire, I'd be like, who is she? I don't know. I'd what is she like? She's likable and like charismatic, but yeah, I don't, I don't she know. She likes blind musicians. She who puts blindfolds it? on and makes love. That was <laughs> oh, yeah. sweet. I like that romance scene. I yeah. actually bought the romance. I thought yeah. the chemistry was good. That was nice. I, it's yeah. too bad that she gets kind of sidelined later totally. on. It'd be great if she saved the day somehow. That'd be sweet. If she came back, yeah, that would be kind of cool to have them be... So, to have them have some sort of like uh, if conclusion. There, if there was a Western remake of this movie, the love interest would be blind and he would learn that it's wrong through his love for her. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Absolutely. At least in the early 2000s. Would have been <laughs> yeah, for and sure. it's, also, it was, it's also frustrating to me because they seem to have, they, they seem to be developing a relationship and he seems to actually like her. But then later, like when, when he gets caught up in all this stuff, he doesn't even make any attempt at all to... To apologize. like uh, reassure her or be like, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to figure some stuff out. It's like, oh, things are going. Like he doesn't try to contact her. I guess his pyramid he of just needs drops her. His pyramid of needs is not at that level anymore. His pyramid of needs <laughs> is survive. Yeah, but she could maybe help him. You know, like maybe. I don't know. I, I think you're right. I think they could have definitely worked it in. It would have been cool if she came back, kind of saved him, and then was like, "Fuck you." 
Exactly. Yeah, I'm out of here. And yeah. then that's that's actually like that's what you deserve because yeah. you did this repugnant thing. Yeah, something. Yeah. Manahar, the police chief, he's just evil, buff, bad man. But is he is he that buff? Because like the the, the, body the character description is like bodybuilder, bodybuilder. Well, he's like, pretty. He's Sixteen like, eggs a day. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's pretty guys. He's, he's got like muscles. He's I got mean, he's got a lot of muscle mass. Yeah, he's true. a muscular man. When he was just uh, revealed to be in the shower. Oh, that was sick. The first cool moment of the movie. Yeah, you're like, like yeah. whoa, I'm on board with this movie now. Yeah, this yeah. is insane. It amped the stakes so much. I was also like, wait, did Akash pee? Because that's some great bladder control. You oh, see a dude yeah. in there, and you're like, "Holy shit!" But I'm yeah. still gonna relax enough to be. Like, yeah, that really sets him up as a hero, as like a very competent <laughs> hero. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and like all the times that people are testing his blindness, he passes with flying colors, like no one ever suspects. Yeah. Then there's Merle and Saku. I'm just going through the characters now. We already kind of talked about how we are very confused by them. And I like the lottery lady though; she was cool. Yeah. She, I mean, she she's so two faced though. I know. Yeah. I'm just confused <laughs> about who they are, but I guess it's like there are people who live. Not on the street, but they're they're not sort of out of their luck, I guess, and so they're looking for any chance to get yeah. ahead. It and might they, just be a cultural it's a dog eat dog thing, world. Out we there. don't really understand. Well, yeah, because yeah, we don't have like seven different casts. I honestly kind of. Yeah. I, I don't think that she's down on her luck or anything. It's like that's just her lot in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's, that's where she's I mean. at. That's just like the yeah. world. Yeah. Um, I found it. Doctor Swami, though. Oh yeah. He. I feel like I understood him the most because he's just like a crooked nihilist who just like. He's going to justify things that Anything. he wants to do. No. Although the moral argument that he gave for taking Pretty her, compelling. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, actually like... She's an evil bitch. <laughs> she's going to die and we're going to make more life yeah, yeah. from her parts. Which actually makes me think maybe, maybe Akasha isn't so bad of a person for taking her corneas and like killing her. I mean the world, like the movie certainly seems to be that the world is a better place without her. Sure. Like she is such a human piece of garbage. Right. Like... I mean, obviously, like in uh, for me in on, in my moral system, anyway, the right thing to do wouldn't be to do what he did. But at the same time, I'm like he's sort of more justified than I thought. I guess if he, she's so horrible, and then he like took her. Well, he. I he think was though, fine it's, with killing it's not her, about necessarily justice. It's more about like, do humans have the right to make those decisions? And it's well, like, yeah, no. I'm, I was talking about. I'm talking about morals. Yeah. Well, they, these not, are the, not, I, not I have legal a little justice per se. Little but. section in my notes that says themes, and there's only two bullet points. Okay, and one of them is justice. Mm. Ah. you did it. We but, got there. But who <laughs> is it making a statement? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I, th- I think in some ways it is, but it's a little bit jumbled because it's certainly saying like he, he fakes blindness, he gets blind. Like there's a kind of like a sweet poetic justice to that. But then he gets unblind. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get that. <laughs> but maybe I'm just missing it. Oh, well, I don't. Maybe the but when, the statement is that it's just there's no there justice. Is no justice. Just, but it's when you are mm. when you're wronged, here's the, here's the moral lesson: when you're wronged by someone that you tricked, it's justifiable for you to get them back for the wrong that they did to you, and then that closes the moral loop. I think Jesus well, said that. Yeah. Well, Gandhi said, "An eye for an eye makes the whole world blind." Right, but you you just and that is so much more apt because a Gandhi, (laughs) India, eyes blindness. That's a much better reference, James. Because I'm smarter again. Leave Jesus out of this, David. (laughs) Strike two, Riley. (laughs) I have Um, uh, one hit pick and several nitpicks. Do it. My hit pick when uh, Sophie slaps that child. Good moment. Oh yeah, you like that? Yeah, yeah. I was like, this child is a petulant fucking child. No animals were harmed in the making of this film, but we slapped this kid. (laughs) It's okay, he's a kid. But I guess I I hated him at the beginning. I was like, what a fucking asshole for trying to trip a blind person. But as they reveal later, he's like, he's suspicious that he's actually blind, and he's trying to find out. And he he got paid to get hit. 
Yeah. <laughs> His parents got paid for that. As long as yeah. they get paid, then it's fine. That's fair. The so animals that's my don't get paid. My nitpicks, though, that CG rabbit get paid in food. was a mistake. Yeah. yeah. It was a bad well, CG Well, actually, rabbit. this was kind of interesting because when the rabbit wasn't moving, I was like, that's a pretty good CG rabbit. And then it started moving. I was like, oh, no. But so like the choppy. hair, the realism of like the the detail of of it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. but it's still like the second you see it, you're like, that's fake. No. Like it yeah. stands out. Yeah, right? of course. But, but whatever. Well, honestly, like the still of it sitting next to that thing that the farmer shoots by accident. I, uh, it's what like was a road sign or something. Okay. I don't know. It was some sort of unit. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, that could be that could be a real rabbit. Yeah. I could really it, wish I had researched the significance of this rabbit thing because it's got to be. It's got to be important. It's in my it's what, in my hairs? theme section here. Like maybe random chances a theme in this movie. Oh, it's like lucky. Oh, well, maybe. just because like it it it's the climax of the film and it's just random chance. Like they yeah. just happen to drive by when this farmer's shooting at a hare. That's fair. I think there is a reading of this movie where it is about how like there is no order to anything. It's all chaos and like there's no justice, there's no yeah. There's or maybe even no this dis- reason. this discussion luck. demonstrates that we always try to find meaning mm. in everything. Yeah. It's just like when there's remember that scene where they think he's some kind of like oracle. He has like a third eye because yeah. he just because he remembers the deckel in the back of his of his auto or and, her, like tattoo or whatever and her tattoo and they're like oh my god like yeah yeah he can organize this chaos and then they're searching for meaning in that's the, fair that's well, interesting that we're hair. all kind of looking for our place or we're looking for our meaning and like that's he's found his place by pretending to be blind and that's obviously not a good place <laughs> yeah I don't know maybe I, I think I think we're kind of finding hey, something. something there in there we're India help us we, yeah. <laughs> get India on the phone <laughs> hair is in the in the mantra Hari Harry Krishna mm-hmm. so and Indians have beautiful hair generally oh that's a different spelling James no no that's way different <laughs> okay my, ne- my next hip pit. <laughs> Is that squirrel shirt that uh, Sophie's dad wears? Oh yeah, that's a sick shirt. <laughs> what? That was I awesome. love that shirt. I don't remember that. He's just wearing like a random shirt. It's like a print, but it's like a squirrel, and it's very like cartoon weird. It's one of those yeah. like three wolf howling at the moon yeah. shirts, but it's but a big it's a squirrel. Oh, nice. I love it. That was so much. It was it. It was bold. It was very bold, and it drew my attention. And I I'm betting almost everyone watching the movie is, has their attention drawn to a shirt. What did you guys think about uh, all the English words and phrases that are kind of like peppered in there? Because I've never, I haven't been to India, but from what I understand, they all learn English. Yeah. And so it seems like it's it's kind of funny. Like English is just kind of like part, like certain parts of English are just part of the way that they communicate. Well, there are many, many languages in India. Right. And, but oh, the, yeah, the sure. one that you can bank on everyone knowing actually is, is English. Oh, so at least knowing a bit of, because that was the only time where well, there was a standardized education system placed upon them by the British. Yeah. And they all mm-hmm. learned a little then, so, or a lot. I wonder uh, if it's like... I mean, it's obviously not the same, but I guess the parallel that I could maybe draw was someone like saying a phrase in in French, or maybe Spanish in North America. In, in like Quebec slang, there's a lot of anglicisms where you'll like use an English saying or something. Like I know yeah. a lot of places do that. It's uh, I don't know. We don't have an analog here, but right. um, not to the extent no. that no. they have. But you can think of it as like hasta la vista, baby. Yeah. Or, or like a know. je ne sais pas. Hi, amigo. Like later, yeah. amigos, whatever. Just like yeah. throwing some well, Spanish words in. I want to ask the new people watching this. Like, do you, is that like a regular speech thing? Like, do people just like pepper in English like that? Or is that more of a cinema thing? I don't like, think to that unify was. a cinema, like the like different like languages of, of India for the cinema. That's a good question. Yeah. My gut tells me that it wasn't too put on. Mm. I think that's probably a realistic portrayal. I think the thing that made me so interested in this point was the fact that. Uh, the phrases that they say in English don't uh, come off to me as being like 
uh, necessary to say in English. Mm -hmm. Like they um, they talk about inspiration and perspiration. Uh, there's something where it's like those are how you get good at something or whatever. Inspiration and perspiration. They say now for the main course. That one makes a bit more sense. But there's also a part where uh, uh, Sophie's talking about how he got blind, and Akash says, "Can't we just talk about something more cheerful in English?" Mm. And I'm like, "You didn't have to say that in English." They're just like the 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 times at which they choose to say a certain phrase in English seem to be pretty arbitrary. So I was like, maybe, yeah, but that could be, that could be again, just super nuanced. It could yeah, be like just, the word cheerful is just very specific and they don't have a, they don't have yeah. an analog in Hindi to that. Yeah, maybe. You never know. Have you ever had, even here in Canada, like you can hear there'll be an Indo-Canadian having a conversation on the phone with someone else who speaks yeah. Punjabi and then just randomly you'll just hear like just English words. Honestly, when Not I Not this that, time. When you're I like, why? That? Why did you switch then? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, honestly, I get jealous when I hear that. Because I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Like, you're the person you're talking to, both of you know these two languages, so you can just kind of, like, swap in and out when you yeah. want to. I'm like, that's so cool. When convenient, when there's a better way yeah, I feel, in uh, one than the other, that's awesome. My yeah. my grade school level French uh, doesn't uh, doesn't cut it. Uh, I, I went to, to France. French? I just didn't work. Most of the time, I was, in, I was in France trying to speak French, and they were just like, just speak English. Just speak English. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I don't feel like I get why they spare a cash... That, I don't get. I don't get why they don't just kill him and use his organs. I think the idea was that they were going to after they came back, or maybe they weren't. Maybe what does, he, what does like, he do again to make them stop? Well, it's there's a few things. Part of it, I think, is like you said, they think the 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 superstitious lady thinks. Oh, that he has are a you third talking eye. about at the end or no, the, in the midway point oh, when okay. they're going to harvest his organs? And then they're like, "Oh, yeah, it's time for the operation." And he's like, "Whoa, operation!" Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which is also like he just hears horror, the word. Yeah. He just hears the word operation, and then he knows, wait a second. Yeah. Well, no, honestly, I, I, that's fair. That's, I totally, yeah. If you're that vulnerable, like, you'd be on guard yeah, at all I guess the time. So. Yeah. Like, but, uh, that would, even if that this movie took place in the West, if he's like, yeah, I'm getting a checkup, and then someone says operation, you'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Even if you're not yeah. thinking there's or organ harvesters here, you might be like, I'm in, you guys are in the wrong room or something. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah, been yeah, a mistake. Yeah. But they also are in a place where, like, yeah, organ harvesting much more possible. Yeah. I don't know specifically about India, but I have a friend who went to Madagascar and while they were there, like there was a period of days they could not leave their hotel because there was some kind of like organ harvesting, trafficking, like apprehended like oh, criminals kind of thing went oh down. So well, like there's parts of the world where you're yeah. like, yeah, that does happen. Well, apparently before <laughs> 1994, India had no legislation banning the sale of organs. That was oh. a long time ago. Yeah, that's But it could be that there's more of a... No. We don't know. Well, there's lots of things that still happen that this is illegal, but it still happens. Right, right. Like, isn't the dowry system like that? It's been illegal since the 80s, but yeah. they still do it. Yeah. Robbing banks. A lot of people still do that. I sure. do that on the daily. <laughs> um, uh, the, the music, the piano gigs. I'm confused. Is there a backing track? Why is it like it's so bumping? It's a yeah. single piano player. But there's a drum and a bass yeah, and yeah. guitar. Because most of the time, that's that was something I found totally confusing. Not that wasn't even maybe cultural, or maybe it is. The fact that like normally, if there's a single guy, single person sitting at a piano playing music and singing, even it's not like a rockin'. We're not gonna get people up Dancing, and get head to the dance yeah. floor with this. It's like, oh, that's nice. He's a good piano. I think player. it is a cultural thing where like there's a different expectation because I think you're right. If it was a Western movie, you would have him play like a really mournful song that's kind of setting you up your anticipate, like setting up the tone for what's to come. Yeah. But here it's like, no, no, no we like the musical yeah. part. We it's, like enjoying. It's, it's the, not even. Like, it should be like singing. a music video. But yeah. it's not even the point. It's not even the fact that. Uh, 
they're getting excited about the piano that's confusing. It's the fact that there is a backing track under all every time that he's playing and people are loving it. Yeah. There's there's backing tracks. There's there's percussion. There's extra instruments. I think it's just culture. And people thing. are loving it. I yeah. agree with you. But I'm like in the in the universe of the movie. They're not there. They're it's, not there. No, he's just playing piano singing. They're just getting excited about it. It's just for the cinema. Player. It's the, the same as like if if they break out to song in Beauty and the Beast and all these townspeople like emerge into the windows of their apartment buildings to like add, oh. add a line to the song. It's like, did that happen in the universe of the Wait, movie? Did, but you're saying this is like, you're saying that these sequences are like musical sequences, yeah. like in a musical. Yeah. We yeah. just kind of... But I think it's, it's more about the vibe than it is about what's actually happening. Yeah, I think sure. so. Because I, I don't think they're trying to tell the story with these scenes. And maybe I missed it with the lyrics, or maybe the translation just didn't quite A little. It. The, the lyrics were a little bit of a, like the, a budding romance between him okay. and Sophie, I think. But but you didn't need three songs to say that they no. were attracted to each other. But we just we just have different sensibilities. Nice voice. I wonder if that's the actor singing. He's a singer, so it probably is. Nice. Um, the ending. We already talked about like the twists and stuff, but when uh, Sophie walks into the club and sees him playing, I was like, "Wait a second, this is straight up La La Land." Yeah, for sure. (laughs) This is straight up the ending of La La Land. (laughs) I mean, obviously, it wasn't exactly the same, but like, even down to like the beats of like her watching from afar, and then he finishes the song, she walks up, like. Well, it was about the right time that they definitely would have taken inspiration from La La Land. It's two years, like La La Land's two years before. Yeah. And so this is based off a French short film, I believe, or like the ideas taken from that. Right. Um, yeah, I forgot to mention but this. I can definitely see that they would have watched La La Land, like some of the feelings, and they're like, they kind of maybe wanted it to feel like it, or maybe they didn't, but they just brought over certainly some elements. Mm, right. Yeah, it, it's a, uh, well, it's not based off, but apparently he got the idea about a oh, blind okay. pianist from this, this French uh, movie called The Piano Turner. Piano tuner, tuner yeah. or Le, Le Cordure by Olivier, Olivier Trainer. I but think. is the guy faking it or is it a real blind pianist? I think he's actually blind in that one. <laughs> That's pretty different. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. really different. Yeah, yeah. So, but I think the idea is that of the blind pianist and then he's like, oh, I could, I could, he took it from Crazy. there. The director, Sriram Raghavan. It's really nice of him to give credit because he definitely could have not given credit for yeah, that idea. Yeah. You'd have been like, Ray Charles. <laughs> yeah, no, I think Stevie Wonder. Olivier yeah. Trainer has a credit in this. I think it says based on story by. Yeah, Olivier. that's cool. Yeah. Good, good for them for actually like following through and giving credit. Yeah, I like that. There's another element to this that uh, I thought well, that's probably a really Indian thing that I never really appreciated, which is the fact that he wants to go to London. Mm. It's pro- like it's probably part of their culture, like deeply. Like I know people in New Zealand, they in their twenties, they almost all leave New Zealand for like seven years and then they oh. almost all returned to New Zealand but it's just like a rite of passage yeah. like we all leave and huh. maybe that's the same thing especially since he's an artist it could be him saying I'm an artist and I'm going to go to London yeah. might be the same as someone here being like I'm going to California Yeah, I got to right. go to Hollywood that's, that's that, where yeah. you make it right Yeah, but he doesn't go to Pol- or, uh, London he goes to Poland oh was he in Poland well that, okay and the, the Wikipedia synopsis says Krakow yeah yeah I think uh, that's I, that seems the movie, to ring a bell. Movie just says Europe, but apparently it's they uh, someone identified that it was Krakow. <laughs> that's that's kind of funny to me because that's like the Western equivalent of being like somewhere in Africa. Krakow's <laughs> <laughs> uh, f- like sweet though. But no, no. But did they did they say just in the going, movie? Just no, Europe. I'm just talking about the title. In the movie, they, they, they don't say Poland. They just they say Europe. They just right? say Europe. Yeah. Yeah. He made it to well. Again, the mentality, it's like, doesn't matter. Just got to get anywhere, up. somewhere <laughs> yeah. up there. I mean, it doesn't really matter where they no, are. I'm They're being, just not I'm in India anymore. For yeah. sure. <laughs> There's definitely, a, I mean, it does matter when you're emigrating. There's a hierarchy, but like you want to land somewhere and you, it's, it's all Eurozone. So we'll get to Sweden eventually. 
I really appreciated little jokes that popped up where I was confused about the tone at certain points. And then a character would say something and I'm like, oh, that's definitely supposed to be funny. I understand what's going on. Like uh, when Manohar, it's a recurring theme that Manohar's excuse for getting out of things is to say my aunt's wife or my wife's aunt is in the ICU. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like in a in a cop meeting. All of the cops are behind him and he gets a call and he's like, he just starts walking out. He's like, my wife's aunt is in the ICU again. I got to go. <laughs> yeah, that's probably like a super Indian thing, hey? Oh, yeah, maybe. Because auntie and uncle is like a... You yeah. don't necessarily, you're not necessarily referring to your biological auntie and uncle right. when you yeah. say that. Right. Uh, I've been told before, I used to, my first job when I was like 14 was on an Indian owned berry farm. Mm. Yeah. It was legal, I swear. And um, <laughs> they, yeah, they told me, it's like, yeah, that guy, uncle, yeah, he's not my uncle. That's just like a term of endearment you say to all men who are older than you. And any uh, man who's the same age as you, that's brother. A woman who's older than you, that's auntie. Yeah, it's, it's kind of quaint, except uh, one time my girlfriend got like a message and it was like, hey, auntie, you up? And then it was a dick pic. Oh, and it was no. very like, whoa, auntie. Hmm. But it was like, oh, I see it. Yeah, it's the cultural thing that's different. We got great revenge, though. We sent him like 40 dick oh, pics. Oh, you mean this is a complete rando? Yeah, a complete rando. We have no idea who <laughs> it was. Wrong number. Yeah, it was a wrong number. My girlfriend <laughs> hey, was like, auntie. oh, wrong number. So oh, we just geez. revenge, got a bunch of, sent a bunch of dick pics. Was, was that like a What yeah, if his revenge was like, haha, I like those dick pics? Jerk. <laughs> 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 Joke's on you. He just sent He didn't it. respond to anybody. Was it like a sext or a prank? I don't know. I, like I, wonder, I think it was a sext. I feel like that's a if, if that's a, a a kink or a fetish, it's very specific. If you nope. sexualize <laughs> the anti relationship, is that the same as like saying milf? Maybe. 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 Indian people out there, let us know. Some people, yeah. Some people are into Oedipus. It's it's cool. Oedipus. <laughs> Oedipus. <laughs> I ate a I ate a piss. Okay. Okay. That's a different thing. No one's gonna uh, know what you're talking about at this point. Oedipus. That's that's uh, that's what happens when you read books and don't speak. Yeah, I Herm, Hermione. Oh, Hermione, <laughs> Harry Potter. Another really weird experience was at the beginning. There's this like, um, you know, with like before the movie starts, it shows like uh, those. What are those called? Those like stingers for different production companies. Mm. Uh-huh. And it does this one that's I think it's just advertising Viacom, and it's it's the camera's panning through some like 3D city, and on each of the buildings, there's like all these billboards of like presumably famous movie moments, mm-hmm. and I didn't recognize any oh, of yeah. them or uh, any yeah, of the of actors not. at yeah. all but i was going through mentally like imagine that's neo from the matrix and then that's forrest gump and then that and there was there was like 35 of them i was like <laughs> this it's just a crazy humbling moment of yeah you know like if you yeah. ever try to imagine that like inside someone else's head is a brain that it has as much history and complexity that your own brain has and it's like impossible to imagine yeah. i was like there's a decades-long experience yeah, of, w- of movies there i would say if you haven't if you haven't ever watched many foreign films, do it more often because of these kind of experiences. I think that it's like I, I had that same thing uh, feeling where as I was watching this this moment, I was kind of like, whoa, this is like an alternate universe thing. Like yes. if, if I went to another planet and I'm like trying to it's not quite the same as another planet, but obviously it's like it's like seeing that things are just kind of the same, but a little bit different. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's yeah, like it's, when like a boomer is like, why would you go to a country that doesn't speak the same language as you? Yeah. Wouldn't it be hard in every way? You're like, yes, exactly. It's exactly. very disorientating. <laughs> but it's just so interesting it's to, super illuminating. to go back to basics and be like, e- things you took for granted, the way fences look, not the same over there. <laughs> like They got different fences. They've got these walls with broken bottles on the top. It's weird, but it's all over Mexico. I don't get it. Yeah, human heads, you know, it's just, that's just the way they live. You're yeah. not talking about Mexico anymore. Of course. 
Oh, I, that's Canada. I was just talking generally. That's but... Canada. If you guys haven't been to Canada, we have severed heads that's everywhere. True. <laughs> but yeah, watch but out or you get your head severed. Yeah. It's fun. I think it's, yeah, it's, uh, it is important to stay as close as you can to the pulse of to, another, to of other cultures. grew up and stay there forever. No, absolutely not. Uh, but to be aware of different experiences, because I know I'm guilty of it, of, of closing myself into my worldview and thinking that I have a broad worldview. But it's like, no, I don't. Like, oh, totally. Compared to the planet, like I have such a narrow experience. And it's really important to, to watch different movies and, and experience different stuff. So I mean, I, highly recommend it. Yeah. I mean, to, to, to make this point even more broadly, I feel like it's super important for people to put their try and get into other people's shoes as, as, as often as possible. Oh, here's I, a the, question. What? What? cultures movie should we see next what cultures serbian yeah yeah like we've seen yeah serbian serbian film no not serbian <laughs> film but Fijian. serbian cinema no i could do i could do uh like polish cinema they got some good shit Did russian it? cinema maybe like tarkovsky yeah oh no yeah solaris mirror super, anyway that's a question a for the fans i suppose elitist I so. uh, french uh, indie movie yeah. yeah fuck the french uh, yeah i'm like as i say that i'm like i don't want to watch guys, that guys i'm french so it's cool don't david's worry allowed it. to he's got that nose all right Thanks, right. guys. Well, that was a movie. <laughs> Next well, week, we're going to be covering Inglorious Bastards. It's going to be a Sarah episode. That'll be yeah. amazing. You can tweet at us at Carpool Critics to uh, tell us why we're wrong. You can email us if you have lots of reasons why we're wrong at hello at carpoolcritics.ca. Um, and how long? In the subject line, just put don't read. <laughs> I, I read them all. We're doing Inglorious Bastards. How long you think before someone mentions the word Hitler? In the in the episode, <laughs> it's gonna happen. My eventually. slogan. My slogan now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh no! Hi everybody in Hitlerland. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see you then. Bye. Bye.